Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by Beauty Addicts for Beauty Addicts. Today, I am your host, unprofessional beauty junkie Lindsay Kelk, our beloved professional makeup artist Harriet Hadfield, uh, as some of you may have seen on the internet, is off being a professional makeup artist, strangely enough. Um, if you'd like to check out our Instagram or Harry's Instagram at Harry Makes It Up, uh, you'll be able to see what she's been up to. Uh, recently, she's been working with Naomi Watts at Sundance Festival, which is very exciting. I'm looking forward to getting all the goss on that one. Uh, but Harry will be back for the next episode um, to share with us all of her insider tips and tricks so do send us your questions for that uh, for today's episode we are going to be uh, visiting not literally i already did it uh, but we're going to be heading off to the indie beauty expo la you might remember harry and i went there last year together and had a whale of a time uh, we went back this year and i was able to speak to jillian who is one of the co-founders of ibe and then a couple of brand owners um a couple of women owned independent brands in the beauty space who were just fascinating um, and had really great stories so we're going to share that today um we're gonna skip through new news because we've got quite a lot to get through in the interviews and i hate to talk about things without old difficult eyes because she's got such a good opinion on things what with her being a makeup artist um one thing i did want to talk about because we've had lots of questions on this and we said we would mention it so i will um we recently went to the launch party the la launch of the new hourglass vanish foundation now this is the liquid version of the stick and it's been quite controversial. Uh, again, I really want to get Harry's take on this because obviously she is a working makeup artist. So she has um, a different perspective on the foundation than I might. Um, what I can tell you is I've been using it. Um, I've been using it for four or five days. I've tried it now. Um, I read lots of reviews and I read lots of reviews before I tried the product. So I was really curious. There are lots of reviews out there that say... The colors don't match up to the stick colors, even though it says they're mostly the same. But I think there are more shades in the liquid foundation than there are in the stick. Um, but people were saying that the foundation, the liquid foundation is darker than the corresponding stick shades, which was annoying people because some people bought the shade they thought they would be and then they weren't. So it was a waste of money. People were saying it was very drying. The um, foundation claims you don't need a primer with it, but they were saying it's very dry. Um, so here's my take on it I have really enjoyed it I am she says picking it up right now I am shade porcelain um, in the Vanish Seamless Finish Liquid Foundation which I am in the stick as well so for me it was comparable um, and the, there was very little difference in the shades the thing that I find really interesting about this is it's very, 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 very pigmented liquid. So it's a very, very thin liquid, which is great because you only need a tiny, tiny amount to get it on your face and get good coverage. But you do need to work quite quickly because it is such high pigment. And when things are high pigment in a very, the very thin liquid formula, especially when there is full coverage as this, you need to work with them quickly before they set. 
And this does set, um, if you overdo it, it says to use half a pump. If you overdo it, and I did the first couple of times I used it because I was like, that doesn't seem like enough. When you overdo it, it will sit in your pores. It will cling to your dry patches. I think that might be an issue some people are having. They are using too much and they're not working quickly enough when they apply it, which, you know, is not ideal because it isn't necessarily an easy to work with foundation because you do have to work. I find it looks best on my skin um, not necessarily with a primer, but when I've used a light oil, I've been using the Bioessence um, Squalene Vitamin C and Rose Oil in a daytime recently, and that's gorgeous underneath it because my skin isn't oily, but it's very, very moisturized. Uh, so I think you need to, you do need moisturized skin to apply it to. I find I do the half pump on the back of my hand, dot it on my forehead, nose, chin, cheeks, and then I buff it in with a flat top brush. Um, the buffing to me has made all the difference. I don't think a sponge works for this because you need to move it around. You need to buff it for a perfected finish, a perfected finish, a perfected finish. Um, and I think the buffing um, really does improve it. And once you've got it buffed right in, to me, it looks beautiful. On my dehydrated combination skin, it's beautiful. It lasts like a dream. I love the finish. It's not overly matte, but it's definitely not on the dewier end of the spectrum. Um, it is somewhere in between. To me, it looks like perfected real skin, which is what I'm looking for in a foundation. Uh, granted, it's not cheap. It is a higher end foundation and the price reflects that. Hourglass is a luxury brand. We know this. But again, you're using half a pump. Uh, so it's going to last you a really long time. So it's an investment. That said, if you're, having, if you're worried about the trouble and you're worried about the texture, if you can, if you're in the US, you can order it from Sephora where you can return if it doesn't work for you um, or other retailers where they have a generous returns policy. Check that out. If you're in the UK, try and go to counter and get a sample and get color matched. If you're anywhere else, that's my advice. Get color matched, get a sample, see if it works for you. Be prepared to put the work in to buff it out to perfection. And um, yeah, just know it's not going to feel like an everyday regular foundation it's not going to feel like a foundation you're already using because it's not one <laughs> like it's new they went hard when we went to the launch event they went really hard on like the space theme um and the idea of it being like a really techno uh led futuristic foundation uh that's color spheres suspended and blah 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 no one cares about that they just want to know if it works or not to me i really like it um, I'm really curious to see what Harry feels about it when she um, lets me know because I'm sure she's tried it on more skin than just her own at this point. So I'll be curious to see how it's worked for other people. But yeah, that's my that's my review. Likes it. Would recommend you tries it before you buys it. I don't know what I've turned into there. I've gone the full Harry <laughs> Devon accent for for no no. She's not even here. I'm, I'm doing it. That it's like. That was half Devon, half Gollum, and I can't apologize enough. I think it's best that we just skip on to the interview. Uh, let's get on to it. This is um, me at Indie Beauty Expo. It's all me today, lads. So if you're not into that, now's the time to turn off. You've been warned. Um, but this is me at Indie Beauty Expo. Apologies if it's a bit loud or you can hear some background noise. We were literally at the expo. All of these um, interviews took place during Indie Beauty Expo. So um, we didn't have the studio. We didn't have uh, a little quiet room. We just were like there as it happened live, which was the best way to get as many people as possible and find out as much stuff about interesting things just for you. 
just for you. So here you go, Indie Beauty Expo. Here I am at Indie Beauty Expo LA, joined by the founder of IBE, Gillian Wright. Hi, I'm actually the co-founder. Co-founder, of course. I uh, created Indie Beauty Media Group with uh, Nader Naamirad, and back in the day, he was my facial client. How I, crazy is that, yeah. that these things can happen that way? Before IBE, uh, I was an esthetician for 17 years in Manhattan, and he was a client of mine, and I shared my idea with him about doing uh, an exposition solely for independent beauty, and he just looked at me and said, let's do this. <laughs> and uh, we had our first show in 2015 in New York, and we've just been on a rocket ship ever since then. We're now... Well, we added LA and then we added Dallas and then we just went to London. So, uh, and then after LA 2019, we are going to Berlin. Is that the first time? Yes. In Europe? Oh, yes. Wow. Uh, in March, we're going to Berlin. Yep. That will be crazy. Um, so tell us a little bit about how your love for beauty started before you started your career. What was it that ignited your passion um, for the beauty industry? It was, um, I wanted to do something meaningful. I wanted to do something fulfilling. So becoming an esthetician was um, a natural fit for me. I wanted to have my own hours. I didn't want to have a boss. Yeah. I wanted to be my own <laughs> boss. I wanted to raise kids in Manhattan. And the aesthetics business, the spa industry, is definitely very female-friendly. And I was able to do that for almost 18 years. Yeah. So my love, I've always been a beauty junkie. It's what Marie Kondo would say. It sparks joy. And even to this day, after seeing hundreds, if not thousands of brands, I still get that emotional and psychological spark when I when I see something I love. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so how was it to move from the aesthetician side of things to being media mogul that you are now? <laughs> big, big business. Um, it was a slow process. Um, I was doing both for a very long time. Uh, then I then I closed my spa, and I was doing my VIP clients out of um, another spa in the neighborhood on the Upper East Side. I was doing two days a week and for about eight months because my VIPs just would not let me go. <laughs> and it just increasingly got more difficult. Yeah. And then one of the reasons why we started IBE is because I had a skincare line. And that skincare line um, was ultimately the catalyst to start the Indie Beauty Media Group. And uh, last year, in uh, December of 2017, I actually decided to close my, my brand and uh, donate all of it to the Shoebox Project um, for homeless and women that are battered in New York City. So it, it took a while, it took a couple of years, but those were the best decisions I ever made. Um, we'll put a link to Shoebox um, in here so that people can find out more about that. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Um, there are chapters to. everywhere, and there's mm -hmm. even one in L.A. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely let you all guys um, you know about that. Uh, that'll be in the show notes, so you can check that out if that's something you're interested in. So take us back to the first ever Indie Beauty Expo. Oh, my goodness. We were at the Altman Building in Manhattan, and we originally... Uh, had 40 spots and, and at the time you know being very naive we thought 40 was a really big number um but because there was such um a buzz about this indie beauty expo we ended up opening up the bottom level of the altman building which was a, a fraction of the size of like the main floor and we had these teeny, teeny tables, and we ended up having 81 brands. And everybody from the industry showed up, and it was magical. 
The feeling was electric. So we had big shoes to fill. So it was very important to us after we added LA and Dallas, et cetera, to make sure that that feeling and that electricity was amplified every single show, no matter where, where we were. It was one of those situations that you're like, what just happened? It was incredible. So now we have that five times a year that, (laughs) oh my God, this is incredible. So we just didn't want it to end that that feeling of excitement and discovery and indie beauty is where the discovery is now in the industry the legacy brands the mass market brands uh, are really um you know shaken in their boots a little bit because they're when you build a community and you build people up and you empower them and you empower the beauty entrepreneur there's a lot of hope and a lot of positivity and every brand has their own agenda some are very um, uh, focused on getting into like a big retailer. Uh, others just want to be recognized and uh, have a local business or a regional business. So there are indies of all different sizes. And indie is about ownership. It's not about worth. So a brand has to be 50% owned and operated independently. Yeah, that was going to be my uh, next question was about what it is about independent beauty specifically um, that excites you. I think it really boils down to the core and that core is the founder. And when you can identify and connect with the founder, you want to give them your money because there is that emotional connection that you have with the brand rather than just going to a store and, and picking up a brand maybe that's similar or a a body oil or a moisturizer and there's like no history or nothing behind it. Now indies are so accessible that it's much easier to have that connection, especially with social media. Oftentimes if you find a brand, like you go down a rabbit hole and you're like, oh my God, this is so amazing. You can DM or you can place a comment and then communicate directly with the people or the group that created the product. So your questions are being answered. And I think that goes, that shows a lot of merit in the indie beauty space. Yeah. Um, so what would be your um, advice to someone who was looking to set up their own indie brand? First and foremost, read Beauty Independent. It's our, we're the parent company, and we created this digital publication for the beauty entrepreneur to learn from the community, learn from each other, see what retailers, um, see what brands retailers are gravitating towards. We also have um, articles on how to pitch, and I even wrote one, you know, over a year later about the 10 lessons I learned about having a beauty brand. And what we want to do is help people avoid those mistakes that, I made because they can be costly and they can be timely. So we set up the digital publication for people to actually learn from the community. So that's what I would say first and foremost, do your research, learn, learn, and learn. And then there's the Beauty X Summit. So whether you are a budding entrepreneur, uh, someone graduating from cosmetology school, someone in corporate wanting to start a brand, or, or anybody that loves independent beauty beauty x summit is another place to learn and to network and get to know one another so that's really where you start it start and i say that because when i started my brand and i had my spa i didn't have a community i didn't know where to go i didn't know where to meet people and network and build and that i felt very alone i felt like a wallflower in my own industry that i had 
dedicated 18 years to. So looking more specifically at the indie beauty that we have today, yes. um, what trends have you seen come along in the last couple of years? Is there anything specific um, that jumps out at you that something we're seeing pop up time and time again? Or is there anything that you think is particularly innovative um, that you're excited to see this year? Absolutely. I mean, we always uh, post a trend report in Beauty Independent after every single show. Now we're not reinventing the wheel after every single show (laughs) but uh just put it this way a year ago we maybe had two cbd brands today we have over 10 oh wow and self-care uh self-love uh fem high feminine hygiene huge category menstrual cups vibrators the whole nine yards there it's like a big category that is is growing so I feel like next year it's going to be even bigger because we're taking over we're taking more control over our lives over our our bodies Uh, so that's a big category a lot of we're still female founder driven which is exciting we're mission brand driven a lot of brands out there have uh, alternate missions either to educate or um sustainability like blue beauty blue beauty is a movement that's like green beauty but it's for ocean conservation so there are spf brands that are reef safe so if you are looking for um, a new spf company make sure they are reef safe and uh, a lot of brands from all over the world um, from the philippines manila switzerland france the uk um so we see a lot of global independent brands germany um, australia is huge korea huge and it's lovely that they're using uh, ibe as their platform to either launch their brands uh, launch new products and just um, meet people so we're seeing a lot of that as well we're seeing a lot of uh, tools like self-care it's um it's a massage tool, not only for your face, but it's for your body. And you could use it with or without a serum or an oil. If you're in your car and your legs are getting tired, you could just take the, the self-care tool and start massaging your Very thighs. Very popular in LA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's made out of surgical steel and it has three different finishes and it's really beautiful. I, I really do um, enjoy that product and that brand. And they just launched in November. So they're they're officially launching here at the in, at the Indie Beauty Expo LA, and I really uh, I, I like that brand a lot. We have Honey Minx, Herbal Dynamics Beauty. We have Hype Nail, which is a very interesting uh, nail polish made. Um, it's a plant based nail polish that uh, lasts over a week. Oh, wow. So that's a very interesting. Uh, a lot of um, brands that are on the more natural spectrum. Uh, I think people might think that they're not efficacious and uh, because of technology and green chemistry and just how the industry is progressing they are highly efficacious and more clinical in nature a lot of doctor brands it's been interesting to see how that um, has changed the positioning on that because I think I mean even when we started full coverage two years ago we were still very much of a and we're you know the most open-minded beauty (laughs) <laughs> people I think you can find because we love everything yeah uh, but even with Be- green beauty then we were like you know you have prove it prove to us um that that you're that good you know we wanted that proof um which is 
a terrible stand to take because like let's go into things open-minded ladies um but yeah that's been such a huge twist is now people are all about this clean beauty green beauty getting rid of that um toxic potentially toxic i hate to use that word but potentially uh risky um, ingredients that could be in in the skincare there's one brand, um, they are a part of our Neiman Marcus collection. They're called Black Chicken Remedies. And one of our top sellers is her copper tongue scraper. And she has an oil swisher. Uh, it's made out of coconut oil, and it's got yes. mint and a few other ingredients. It's totally green beauty. But the copper tongue scraper is so nifty because it's antibacterial yeah. and it's such a simple tool. <laughs> so even oral care is yeah. infiltrating independent beauty. But then we have Swiss Smile and Swiss Smile uh, is made out of diamond dust and gold particles. <laughs> and their tagline is Chanel for your teeth. We have seen Indie Beauty explode in 14 different categories. Mm -hmm. yeah, you mentioned um, your partnership with Neiman Marcus. Mm -hmm. uh, how did that come about? How did your retail partnerships come about? Because I think it's a lot of people are going to listen to this and yeah. hear all these brands and be so excited and not know where to go and find them. Yeah. Uh, so if you could tell us a little bit about that, it'd be great. Um, simply by building relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, our first Dallas show, I, I got together with, with the corporate beauty buyer and we had breakfast and I just threw the idea out there. Why don't we do a partnership? Yeah. And like Nodder, she said, sure, let's talk about it. So we started building this relationship and curated the brands, and we keep adding more brands to the curation, and they're all, um, our curation is online, and a lot of brands today at the Indie Beauty Expo LA will be picked up for the Neiman Marcus uh, collaboration. We also have a collaboration with Shen Beauty, and she's here today, and she's going to be meeting with brands, and we're adding to our, our current collection, and you can find them online. And for everybody in the UK, we have a collection with Feel Unique. Yeah, so um, it's called Spark Beauty. And then, just the last week, we announced our partnership with Duclos. So we're... Thank you very much. Uh, we, it, my mission has always been to get better made beauty and independent beauty into the hands of more people mm -hmm. and simply because it's more authentic. And when you have that emotional charge with your beauty routine and your beauty regimen, I honestly believe it makes people happier. Yeah. No, truly. And um, I know for sure for Harry and I, I mean, we, we're just beauty monsters. We like all of the things. I love that. Um, beauty monsters. It's, it's not always <laughs> it's a good thing. upgrade from a beauty junkie. <laughs> it is. It's one that your bank manager doesn't care for. That's what it is. Uh, but I know for sure we both get a real kick out of discovering something new and sharing that. And I know all of our listeners at home, like it's their favorite thing when they can find a new thing or a smaller company they can support, especially when it's female founded. That's always so fantastic. Um, and I see so much of that here. It's so yeah. exciting. I don't think beauty will ever get old. And if you think about it, you'll never ever say to a woman, oh, you can only have one red lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> you can have I'd like to see someone try. Right. I mean, you can have a collection of body scrubs and a collection of eye creams. You can have one for the day and one for the night. You can have different serums. It could be environmental say you're going skiing and you need a thicker hyaluronic acid or you're going to Hawaii and you need something a little lighter because it's humid I mean there are so many reasons why um, beauty is big and beauty will never go out of style but ultimately beauty makes us feel gorgeous yeah. no matter what no matter who you are male 
female, transgender, it doesn't matter. Beauty is diverse and that is something to celebrate. Yeah, there was recently an article, I think it was in one of the big UK newspapers. I'm not going to link to it because it was clickbait at the best of times anyway. Oh no. Um, but it was an article saying like, hey feminists, do something radical and throw out your makeup bag. Like, you oh, know, no you way. And it was just, <laughs> it, it was such a joy. I saw so many people online respond to it. So like, don't tell me what a feminist is because like, and don't feminism tell me is what choice. to do. Exactly. This Hello. is it. And we talk about this all the time that what we love about beauty, like you say is it's our choice it's your choice what you choose to take part in what you don't choose to take part in and the great thing about IBE like you say it, it opens up so many more choices um, and I think just from walking around from what I've seen so far like you say there's so much like people are leaning hard into self-care self-love taking care of yourself putting yourself first and it's so nice to see. It's a celebration. And who doesn't want to be happy? And who doesn't want to celebrate? And who doesn't want to come together and feel that energy? And beauty is the perfect way to do that, is to celebrate life. And I mean, I know it's kind of cheesy, but it's just very basic. And it's very much a, a core of like who people, mm -hmm. people are. Yeah, no, I don't think that's cheesy at all. I think that's lovely. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you so I'm much. I'm now going to pop downstairs yes. and meet some of these people and find out more. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I, I feel strongly that I and will. And I'm sure our paths <laughs> are going to cross on the, on the floor many <laughs> times. So. If you see me with so many bags that I can't stand up, tell me it's time to go home. Yes, and if I find something <laughs> truly spectacular, I'm going to be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You're worse than me. You're worse than me. <laughs> thank you so much, Jillian. Thank, thank you. you. So I'm sat here right now with Kathy Chow from Self Care. Uh, we actually just heard a little bit about Self Care from Jillian, who is singing your praises, about how much she loves the tool. Um, so if you could just start off for our listeners by explaining to them what Self Care is. Self-care is honestly Eastern beauty redefined. We've taken like ancient rituals, which you've obviously seen with the jade rollers and gua sha, and we've elevated to a like unprecedented level of efficacy. So. You know, if gua sha and cupping, um, I don't know if your readers are aware, but you know, you get those like crazy red marks, right? Yeah. So all of it is, you know, for them, it's like detoxing whatsoever. But the thing is, it's also breaking capillaries on your skin and you look like an abuse victim, which is not great. It's not cute. It's it not is cute. not cute. Um, but I spent eight years researching and innovating since then to basically cut that part out completely and expedite the results as much as possible way faster than gua sha and jade rolling um, to bring you this tool Ooh, as you see. I do. Uh, and so these tools, they're, uh, the technology is both utility and patent pending. Um, it's designed to hit your acupressure points and it's basically detoxing your soft tissue on every single level. Okay, so if we could describe it, because I'm looking at it and it looks amazing sadly this is a podcast no one can see it um, so if you could describe that for our listeners and explain so exactly what it is we're looking at i've heard a lot of different things because um people have said there's they've seen nothing else like it which you know since this is entirely fair yeah, hopefully <laughs> you've seen nothing else like it um but my point is i want it to be ergonomic like easy for you to hold you can hold it like through clipping your hands like holding it like just normally just any other way um and i designed three prints so that there you can balance and add as much pressure as you want um, but I've heard people tell me that this looks like this belongs in MoMA because it's like it's, it's very like a, design -like. yeah it's like a very yeah. architectural design and honestly my point was um, a lot of beauty tools are not effective but gorgeous right and then there's beauty tools that are really effective but like do you want that weird l-shaped massager like in your in, no 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 right <laughs> so I wanted to combine aesthetics and effectiveness 
Yeah. And then so and also obviously portability, travel friendly, the likes, and this is what yeah, happens. it's gorgeous. Um, I've actually seen the packaging already for this as well, which is absolutely beautiful. It mm-hmm. feels like jewelry. It feels mm-hmm. like a real gift. It feels like such a luxury item. And then you know it's a massage tool, which mm-hmm. is so incredible for it to be to take self-care to that really luxe level Mm -hmm. which makes sense because that's the name of your company yes uh so tell us a little bit about how you got started in beauty so i actually worked in investment banking and different levels of traditional finance all basically working 80 to 100 plus hours all sitting at a desk terrible pitching everything to just a bunch of guys all (laughs) the time Um, But because of that, I ended up with a lot of health issues. Like I had really bad leg swelling. I was getting lung infections every single month. And I got sick from eating pretty much like everything outside of a piece of lettuce, Mm -hmm. which was um, (laughs) no one likes that lettuce. That's no way to live unless you're a tortoise. No. So like I finally caved and saw my family's Eastern medicine practitioner. And I'm really skeptical. So I was just like, this is bullshit. Nothing's going to, you know, this is just not, this is not going to work. But, you know, I was desperate. So I tested it. So she started doing this thing where you guys hear about gua sha, but gua sha, uh, for what I think most people know, doesn't tend to hurt or it's not excruciating pain. But so the one that they actually use in China, uh, it's not gua sha, it's actually just gua. And then they use uh, what I like to call a torture device. And (laughs) they basically put all their weight into scrubbing the they, they're, they're scrubbing the life out of you. Okay, like yes. they're scrubbing your shin bone. You feel like you're going to die. And honestly, the process takes four to five hours. So I was seeing her for this 45, four to five hour session. I was literally screaming because it was so painful. And then she did the cupping. And then the cupping was the life-changing moment because it's the hijama cupping where they poke you with a diabetic needle. And then they pull like the stagnant blood air, whatever. But then, then she pulled out this sliver of like silver liquid. It looked like mercury. It was wow. so gross. It's actually heavy metal toxins, which I mean, like you didn't. I mean, it's like it's just shocking. I don't want to see someone pull metal out of my body. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But ever since then, I was just like, okay. I saw results after six months, which is great because I thought I would never see results. But honestly. I don't want to wait six months to see results. And I also don't want to go through screaming torture four to five hours, uh, like five times a week. No, and pay for it as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Every session was about $150, $200 because she's my mom's friend. She gave me a steep discount, but she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like every hour, you even for advice, she charges 100 per hour. She is like the top Eastern doctor in Beijing. Um, But then I was just like, there has to be something better. So after this, I spent eight years just deep dive testing every single product, like product method, application theory, like anything I could think of, things that didn't even exist. And I was just trying to combine everything together. And then I finally combined everything successfully and I came out with this tool. That's fantastic. So um, obviously you're a beauty lover. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your top tips for our listeners out there? for beauty um just for beauty like makeup skincare i mean anything whatever you're most passionate about jumps out at you right now makes you think this makes me happy i am a makeup junkie i am vib rouge since the (laughs) since inception and i would high five you but you have a tool in your hand but me and you both friend (laughs) so if i (laughs) like if you look at my eyeshadow it's it's exceptional yeah it's exceptional the eyeliner is like beyond and i freehand this that's ridiculous everything is freehand ridiculous people i wish you could see (laughs) um but so i i love eyeshadow and the thing is i don't even buy skincare from sephora my vib rouge is literally just makeup 
And then for skincare, I I'm like a I'm like an analytical person, so I A/B tested everything on the market, and I'm concluding for you. I love K Beauty, and expensive is not better. I've used uh, a Sulwasu line, which is like a very high-end Korean line. That shook, that I'm sorry. That thing cost me a thousand dollars for the set. It is not more effective than this like fifty dollar cream I have from uh, Vanilla and Co. Oh wow! So my thing is, if it's high end, it doesn't really mean it's more effective. Um, and for makeup, skincare, beauty, everyone, just you have to just do whatever works for you. You know, you have everyone has qualities that stand out. Some people have flawless skin. Some people have awesome bone structure just make sure you don't hide everything and just make sure that you focus on your you know outer and inner beauty amazing and just finish up what are your top tips for any potential female uh, beauty entrepreneurs out there um honestly find your passion and make sure it's monetizable um <laughs> and make sure you are ready for the grind because the grind is real but go after it because um i struggled a lot I was leaving a very, very, very high-paying job, and I just graduated um, from Wharton for my MBA. That cost a lot. I can only um, imagine. I went through so many arguments uh, with why I should not go back to my old investment investing job versus doing this. But honestly, if you have a passion and you have a good idea and you could test the market, go for it. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we will link to uh, the tool down in the show notes so anyone who's interested in checking it out. And we'll also post a picture on Instagram so people can see and they okay. can see for themselves what they think Perfect. it looks like. Uh, thank you so much, Kathy. So now I'm joined by Tyler Abbott from Aether Beauty, which is very, very exciting because it's makeup and I love makeup. This is very exciting. So Tyler, tell us about Aether. Yeah, so Aether Beauty is all supercharged sustainable beauty. So it is vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic with organic and fair trade ingredients and completely zero waste packaging. So that means it's 100% recyclable. And then all the formulas are infused with crystals, which give skincare benefits. So we'll dive back to how you got started in beauty. Um, what was it that set you on the path? Were you a beauty addict when you were younger? Was it something that came to you a little bit older? Yeah, so it didn't happen until I became older. So I actually came out from, to San Francisco from New Jersey to get my master's degree and I have an MFA in fashion design. So I worked in the fashion world for about five years before I transitioned to beauty. And I actually got a job at Sephora in charge of their private label brand for all of their accessories. So all the makeup brushes, eyelash curlers, bags, all of the tools of the trade. And then on top of it, I became in charge of their makeup collaboration. So formula, packaging, and then anytime it said a brand plus Sephora, that was what I was in charge of. So there's like Pantone, Color of the Year, Mara Hoffman, Moschino, so many throughout the seven years that I, I was there. I would love there. to give you a hug for the Moschino because <laughs> I'm Yay! not going to like you're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's really exciting. That in itself is a whole other conversation totally. that we have to have because that sounds amazing. Um, so how did you move on from there to Aether? Yeah, so I have been a vegetarian since I was 14 and living this organic lifestyle. And I really sort of had this disconnect with working in conventional beauty and then um, formulating that sort of products all the time. So I actually became the head of R&D for sustainability for the entire retailer as sort of a passion project on top of my day-to-day. -day. So I was helping different categories and different segments of the company make more sustainable decisions. Yeah. 
And from that, it sort of really showed me the hole in the market because I was always trying clean beauty. And for me, none of it really competed with the efficacy of products that you would find in the Sephora. And I am a Sephora girl and I like color, I like playing, I like storytelling, and it was all really missing for me in the space. And then on top of it, truly sustainable packaging was also a whole, and I knew I sort of had the power to change it. And for me, I won't launch a product unless it's completely recyclable and zero waste, because a third of the landfill the EPA just reported is from personal care. And oh, I that's crazy. am not okay putting Ugh. more product yeah. into that space, especially <laughs> being a mom of children yeah, and knowing the current crazy. status. Yes. I had no idea. Wow, that's really going to make, hopefully a lot of people listening to this right now are also saying, wow, that's crazy and paying attention. Yes. Okay, so that's how we got to here. Yes. Um, and then Aether, oh, Aether, sorry, I yeah, keep no mispronouncing worries. it because I'm an idiot. Uh, so tell us how you actually came up with the very first ideas. Yeah, so the word Aether is a really old word. So the Greeks considered it the air that the gods breathed, and Aristotle considered it the fifth element to earth, air, fire, water. So it's sort of this medieval concept of the cosmos. And I really wanted to bring in the cosmos to the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand really lives on Instagram, which is Aether Beauty Co. There's tons of collages on there that incorporate women and crystals and the cosmos and sort of are really empowering messages to women. Um, And then on top of it, it was just really figuring out the pieces to put it together between the formula, um, ethically sourcing all of the ingredients. I use organic, fair trade, and sustainably sourced with all of my ingredients to make sure that, again, I'm not choosing ingredients that are harmful in any way. Um, and then I like color. So my first product was the rose quartz. So there's 12 different shades in there and they run the gamut. So they're matte, shimmer, duochrome and metallic shades and really sort of a new spin on the everyday nude where the second palette is the crystal grid palette and each shade is infused with a different crystal. So there's diamonds, sapphire, tourmaline, amethyst, topaz. Literally, who doesn't want an excuse to wear diamonds I'm everywhere? I'm sorry, I literally, <laughs> this is all I wanted in life. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know I needed it. I want diamonds on my eyes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. So it feels like, and I, I hesitate to say it before I even say it, but it feels like you were very much ahead of this wellness, green, clean beauty trend because it's not a trend anymore. I think we can very clearly say that it's not a trend anymore. But it looks like you were out ahead of it, like a long way in advance. What inspired you um, to take an interest in that side of things? It was just really my background and just sort of um, having that organic passion. Um, I've only actually been in this space now for six months. So I left last April from Sephora and I launched the brand in June. And so it's just been taken off like a rocket ship. I've been so lucky for all the experiences and how excited people are about the product and what I'm doing. So um I just keep want to keep on yeah. trucking. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, what's next for you guys? Yeah, so I'm launching a third palette in April. And then come July, I'm launching other categories. So cheek. And then for holiday, I'm focusing on more liquid. So liquid lip and liquid eyeshadow and some more... Um, smaller palettes Mm -hmm. and then I'm already working on 2020 I'm doing the basics so the foundation primer mascara all of it for a full-on cosmetic brand 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I had forgotten half of that really cool stuff until I edited those interviews into this episode. Like, wow, Tyler was Tyler from Aether Beauty. Just full disclosure, I'm in love with her. Uh, she is one of the most inspiring women. I, she came to meet me and they were like, this is Tyler. She made this eye palette. And I was like, cool, okay. And then she sat down and told me a story. And I'm like, wow, Tyler, firstly, will you adopt me? Um, secondly, you're amazing. Thirdly, your products are stunningly beautiful. Uh, I've played with that eyeshadow palette. Um, I've been playing with I played with it before, actually. They had sent it to me before, but now there's more than one. So I had to play with the eyeshadow palettes and they are gorgeous. Um, and she is an inspiration. She's going to be running this business pretty soon. So I would say all of you get behind Aether Beauty now. So you can say you were there when, because it's going to be huge. Um, and Jillian from IBE is always a delight. I could talk to her all day. Again, another woman who is just so um, confident and aware of what she's doing and super inspirational, doing something for the right reasons and doing it well. One of the things I love about Jillian is she's so soft-spoken and she seems really sweet. And I imagine, and I'm, this is me speculating wildly, which anyone who knows me will tell you is my favorite thing to do. I bet you any money Jillian has been underestimated more times in her life than she's been overestimated. Um, and I bet she's put people to shame every single time because she is just a powerhouse of getting things done. Um, and I, I really, really, really respect her and what she's done with IBE. And um, again, I'd like more life advice. Um, and quite frankly, that self-care tool is just like the best. Although I did spend um, some time uh, researching the gua uh, treatment that we talked about and that sounds agonizing so I'm probably going to pass on that uh, but any of the information uh, that you would like to find from those interviews will be in the show notes there's links to IBE so you can check it out um, and when you want to there's IBE in London it's in New York it's in LA it's going to be in Berlin this year uh, that's coming up soon so I'll put a link to IBE down there so you can check out the show itself um, and also Aether Beauty self-care and uh, we'll link to and I'll also link to the Neiman Marcus and Shen Beauty collections um, so you can see the products that Ivy collates and, and curates um, for those retailers because you know it's really hard with indie I think most of us I would say from the feedback we get from our Facebook group and our Instagram friends from this podcast I think a lot of people are really keen to shop from more um, conscious eco-friendly 
um, smaller, independently owned, woman owned, if possible, I think sometimes, uh, companies that aren't owned by the great big uh, corporations out there. But it's really hard to know where to start because they don't have the budget, they don't have the marketing, they don't have the retail, they don't have the reach. So IBE is a great place to um, find those people and find really great brands that have already sort of passed Jillian's tests. Um, and once you see that they're being stocked by Neiman Marcus and Shen, Shen is an independent beauty boutique in uh, Carroll Gardens in Brooklyn, really near where I used to live. And I love Shen. I actually wrote about it in my new book that's not out yet, I Heart Hawaii, cheeky plug, uh, but I think it's going to get cut. But I did mention it in that somewhere that Angela was too scared to go with a pushchair because she thought she'd break things when the reality was I was just too scared to go without a pushchair because I thought I would break things. But I did love uh, popping in with my friends when I had someone who was like, no, you're a grown up. You're going in that nice shop. Um, Shen's a gorgeous shop. Check it out if you're in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really good way to find brands that have already been curated and checked out. And maybe that will then help you find other independent brands uh, that will fit your new beauty needs. Since I'm all on me Todd, um, I've just got one highlight of the week this week and um, it is actually another foundation. I know I just talked about the Hourglass Foundation in new news, uh, but my highlight of the week is not the Hourglass Foundation, um, not because I don't love it, but because I love this as well um, and I love it as much and I love this because it was $11.99 compared to the Hourglass's 50 something. Um, and I think sometimes that's got to be taken into consideration. So I have got here the L'Oreal Paris Infallible Wear 24-Hour Fresh Wear Foundation. Oh my goodness. Uh, I've seen a lot of bloggers and vloggers talking about this. I sort of gave up on L'Oreal foundations a while back. Um, I'm not sure why. It just didn't seem to work for me. I tried the Infallibles when they were in the tube. And it just didn't do it for me. I think I tried the Infallible Glow and I was like, oh, it looks great. And then two hours later, I'm like, oh, it looks terrible. Um, this is the fresh wear. So this is a new launch. Claims 24-hour wear. I'm not sure about that. And you know I like to hold things to the claims, but I mean, I'm going to wash my face after less than 24 hours. Uh, let me know if you didn't. Um, it's got sunscreen in it. It's got a broad spectrum of SPF 25. Fantastic for your out and about. Bad for flashback, obviously. Um, but fantastic for everyday wear, which is what this is made for. It's a L'Oreal foundation. It's made for every human out there. It's not made for... Um, those of us that might be filming or taking photos but it's made for everyday wear and I think it is incredible for that I think for the money it's amazing um there are 30 shades available right now which is good could be better but it's a pretty good place to start thank you L'Oreal and if we know anything about L'Oreal uh, much like with their true match collection uh, I'm sure they will extend if this does well and I don't doubt that this is going to do well um, I have shades 405 and 415, I think. Um, 405 is the porcelain shade. And um, they both look really pretty. I can do either. So that was a great win for me. There was more than one shade for me at the palest end of the spectrum. Um, and there's a decent number of shades at the deeper end of the spectrum too. So there could always be more. We know this. Um, but this is a pretty good showy from a drugstore major brand. Uh, I just think it looks really nice. And without wanting to belabor a point wasn't a million miles away from the hourglass it's also a thinner very liquid foundation um, you need a little bit more than the hourglass I would say closer to one full pump than half a pump for the hourglass but again a lot cheaper so even though you're using twice as much it costs considerably less than half um 
I would also say I apply it in the same way. So I dot it on my forehead, nose, chin and cheeks and then blend it out with a um, flat top brush. I feel like you probably could get away with the beauty blender here because you do need to use more product. So you're not um, going to absorb it all into the damp beauty blender. You can probably do it with fingers too. Um, and again, this worked best for me on a primed moisturized face. Uh, so I, again, my Biosense uh, Squalene Vitamin C and Rose Oil or something like the Bobbi Brown Enriched Vitamin Enriched Face Base. That's probably good just to give your face some moisture and some slip because it's quite, I feel like we're all quite dry at this time of year, aren't we? Uh, so anything that's going to make sure your skin is fresh and glowing before you put it on. And then it's going to be fresh and glowing once it is on because this is the um, fresh base. So it's not matte. Um, it's somewhere sort of a satin finish. It's not super, super glowy, but it's definitely not matte. It's that real skin uh, base. I don't like to powder my foundation if I don't have to. And I didn't have to with this. And it still sat really well, lasted really well. This is the first drugstore foundation since the Wet n Wild Photo Focus that I've really, 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 really liked. Um, a lot of people are asking us about Flower Beauty and about the Flower Beauty foundation that's going around. I know everyone's talking about it, but everyone's talking about it because it's new in the UK and Drew Barrymore came over and did a load of press and everyone got to meet her and everyone got to hang out with her. So now they're talking about the foundation. That makes perfect sense. It's a decent drugstore foundation. This is better. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend there is like, well, it might be better for some people. This is just better. I think this is fantastic. And for the money, it cannot be beat. Um, so yeah, that's definitely my highlight this week. L'Oreal Infallible Fresh Wear Foundation. Uh, every, uh, apologies to everyone who keeps messaging us saying, please mention the names of products more than one time. That's my fault because I get really excited. Um, so I'm trying really hard. L'Oreal Infallible 24 Hour Fresh Wear Foundation. Uh, it's my highlight of the week. I didn't sing the song. I apologize. Here it is now. Highlight of the week. I performed in musicals at school. I should be ashamed. Uh, I'm going to wrap up because this has been a long one with the interviews and just listening to me rattle on. And I've also got to go and finish writing a book. Cheeky plug. Please buy it. Otherwise, I'm going to be homeless. I'm also moving house. And Harry's really busy and we've just got a lot going on. Uh, so please bear with us over the next few weeks. It's, it might be a rough ride, but we love you very, very much. Please come and check us out on social media. We're at Full Coverage Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. You know the drill for Facebook. We're facebook.com forward slash Full Coverage Podcast. If you click the top pinned post on that page, it will take you to our beauty banter group where you can join an almost 3,000 person strong community of beauty lovers who are positive, who are inspiring, who are motivational, who make me happy every day. It is the nicest, most up group of humans. Uh, it's all positive vibes. Totally recommend it. We've also got the beauty banter swap and sell group. So if you've got stuff, uh, products, beauty products that you're looking to move on, if they didn't work for you for whatever reason, uh, that's the swap and sell group. That is up there. So you can check that out. You can always email us hello at fullcoveragepodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, and if that's not enough, you could, if you wanted, you could pop over to Apple Podcasts and you could leave us a five star rating and a little review. That would make us very happy. That would send us up the charts. That will help us uh, reach more people and get more full coverage love out there in the world, which would mean we can make more full coverage love for you. Something we're working on, something that's coming your way. 
as soon as I bloody well moved house. Uh, <laughs> but on that note, I will wrap it up and we'll be back next uh, episode with Ms. Difficult Eyes herself. She'll be back, 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 of course, uh, to tell us all about her adventures in makeuping. Makeuping, that's what she does, right? She makeups. <laughs> it's time to go. Uh, I'll speak to you soon. Bye, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.